Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force it, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what TGC is all about. Everything you do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to your own benefit. What you do, and that is what the thing. That's why I love you. There you have it. Glory to Jesus. The afterlife. So. They are still on the rock solid, um, trying to, to establish us on certain truths about our faith. All right? The idea is that, you know, we should not just um, know the hippy things about Christianity, not just things of the Spirit, not just jumping and you know, rejoicing, right? But that we should have a foundation in knowledge. All right? A foundation in what? In knowledge that we know what our faith is based on. So someone asks you, why are you a believer? You can answer. What are the claims of your faith? You can answer. All right? So we said, you know, that number one, okay, our faith is, is built on two things. The deity of Christ and his humanity. That Jesus, fully God, Okay, and also fully man, that God took on flesh and dwelt amongst us. That that man Jesus was God, is God. Hallelujah. And number two, on the resurrection of Jesus. Our faith is based on these two things, all right? All right, do you get that? His deity, his humanity, and his resurrection. Glory to Jesus. First John 4, 1 to 3. 1 John 4, 1 to 3. 1 John 4, 1 to 3. Thank you, Jesus. Are we there? 1 John 4, 1 to 3. Let's go together. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but what? Test the spirit whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Verse 2. By this you know the spirit of God, Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. Look at that. That Jesus Christ, though fully God, came in the flesh, okay? Every spirit that believes that confesses that is of God, all right? Verse 3. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which we have heard was coming and is now already in the world. So the Antichrist has always been, all right? Since Christ left, there's an Antichrist. So it's not some, something that will, that will later on happen. Yes, it would, it would, you know, become more manifest, right? But the Antichrist has always been. So he said every spirit that says that Jesus is not the Son of God is of the Antichrist. So every religion, every belief that does not confess that Jesus Christ is Lord is of the Antichrist. So atheism is Antichrist. All right? Other religions also will not call their names, okay? I don't believe that just Christ, Son of God. They are also anti-Christ. So it's not some weird-looking demon, okay? It's a spirit that comes an ideology, a way of thinking. 
that is that Jesus Christ is Son of God. All right? Good. First John 5, 1 to 5. First John 5, 1 to 5. You know, this helps us to understand the weight of some things. All right? The weight of some things. Okay? The weight. The weight. The weight of some things. So, so you, you can never be, you not, you not be found saying that we serve the same God because you understand the weight of that claim. That an antichrist cannot be one with Christ. Do you understand? It means it's either God is, you know, is, is, uh, you know, is bipolar, okay? If God <laughs> says one is an antichrist and it's also valid, that's, you know, is bipolar thinking. That's not God. Let's go together. First John 5, 1, 2, 5. 1, 2, go. 1, 2, go. Whoever believes that Jesus Christ is born of God and everyone who loves him, who begot also loves, who is begotten of him. Glory to Jesus. You want to preach? All right, verse 2. <laughs> By this we know that we love children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. Verse 3. For this is love of God that we keep his commandments. Okay, and his commandments are not bodysome. Verse 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. Verse 5. Look at this. Who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. So the one that overcomes the world, the one that is saved, when I believe that Jesus is the word, the Son of God. And we said, the Son of Man is man. Son of God is God. The Spirit of God is God. Okay? So for you to overcome the world is that you put your faith in Jesus as God. Glory to Jesus. Alright? So we talked about his deity. So you can, you can listen to last, last week's sermon and last Sunday's sermon to get the old gist of it. Okay? So move further to the resurrection. Okay? The resurrection. I want it things for us as believers. That Christ died and rose again. What it means for you and I as believers. Glory to Jesus. All right? First Corinthians 15. First Corinthians 15, from verse 1 to 19. The long read. All right? First Corinthians 15, from verse 1 to 19. Are we there? First Corinthians 15, from verse 1 to 19. One to go. Moreover, brethren, I declared to you the gospel which I preached to you which also you received and in which you stand. Please pause. So, there's a gospel you, you heard and believed and on which you stand. Now, is it the real gospel or vibes? Paul is saying, I'm declaring to you, I'm reminding you what I taught you, what I preached to you, what you believed and on which you stood. So, there's a stand with our faith rests. Our faith has a stand. It's not just merely I'm believing in God, believing in God. No, 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 no. There's a stand on which our faith, you know, rests. It says, on this you stand. So, it's not, it's not on this, um, are you really saved? Glory to God. God exists, does not save you. God exists, does not save you. The devil knows God exists. I'm, I'm a good boy. doesn't save you. doesn't save you. doesn't save you. Because sin is first a nature before, before, before a behavior. So, until that nature is changed, the behavior, you know, the works of a dead man are dead work. The works of a dead man are dead. The works of a dead man, they are dead works. So, as long as someone is unsaved, you know, no matter what a person does, no matter what he does, okay, they are works of a dead man. They are dead works. So, your faith needs a stance. Otherwise, it's vibes. So, it's why these things are important 
And Paul says, I taught you right, but I'm reminding you again. I'm declaring to you again what I taught you. Because you must keep hearing these things over and over and over. Before you move from faith to vibes, okay? <laughs> you must keep hearing them over and over to remind yourself the, you know, the reason for your faith in Christ. Glory to Jesus. Verse 2. Verse 2. By which also you are saved. Look at this. Look at this. If you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. So he's saying you have to hold on to this. You have to hold on to this. You can't let this sleep. Reminds me of Liverpool 2016 or so. They won a game. I think they won Chelsea or so. They shall won one game like that. Was it not Chelsea? They won a game. Okay, it's a fat digression, but forgive me. They won a game, you know, they were almost going to win the league. They had like some five games to go. So after winning that game, their captain called them meeting and he sat down with the pitch. I was telling them, this must not let this must not let this sleep. Must not let this sleep. And the next game, the guy himself fell down and they scored and they lost the league. Alright? That's not the point. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alright. But you must not let this sleep. This cannot slip from your hands. You can't let this go from your thinking. This is what your faith is based on. So you need to, re- to remind it every time that this is what I believed. This is what saves me. All right? Unless you have believed in vain. So there are people that believe, but it's in vain. They believe something, but it's vanity. They believe something, yes, they believe something. But that belief is in vain. And they are in church all year. Church, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. How do you guess it? They don't know. I, I was born in church. I was born in church. All right? It says, if you hold fast that word which I preach to you. All right? Verse 3. Verse 3. Look at this. For I delivered to you first of all that what which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. Now, NIV says, I delivered to you as of first importance, as of first principle. That Christ died for our sins according to Scripture. Number one, Christ came in the flesh. Christ, God, the Christ that is that the Messiah, God came in the flesh and died for our sins. All right? Thank you. That's so smart. Well done. All right? Verse four. Verse four. Okay? And that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to Scriptures. This is what your faith is based on Christ, the Son of God, God. Came to the earth in flesh, died, was buried. He didn't stay dead, he rose again. Hallelujah. Verse 5. And he was seen by Cephas, then Peter, Cephas is Peter, okay? And then by the 12. Verse 6, verse 6. After that, he was seen by over 500 brethren at once, of whom greater part remained to the present, or some are falling asleep. Now, he's saying that as a time when Paul wrote Corinthians, that Christ appeared to, to, to Cephas, you know, and appeared to 500 people at the same time. They saw him. He says, at the time of writing this particular, this particular epistle, that some of them, that many of them were still alive. So he's saying that, we're going to ask them, that this, this is not a claim of a distant past. That the people that saw Jesus, they are still alive. We're going to ask them. We're going to ask them. People say maybe they are hallucinating. 500 people at once hallucinating. 500 people at once. That's, a, that, that, that's, that's, that's dead science. Just, leave, just shut up. There are 500 people at once hallucinating. 500 people at once. Once. That doesn't happen. Glory to Jesus. They saw him. They saw him. 
They saw him. All right? So he's saying, go and do your research. Ask them if you're not sure. Let's go on. Verse 7. After that, he was seen by James, then by all the apostles. All right? Last of all, he was seen by me also, as by one born out of due time. All right? Verse 9. For I'm of the apostles, not worthy to be called an apostle, to the church of God, all right? But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace to us was not in vain, but I labored abundantly more than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. So, Paul, a persecutor, said, I saw this guy, and that changed his life. He went from fighting the faith to preaching the faith, laboring all his life for the faith. Someone said, that, I don't know how true this is. Someone said that Jews don't need their children Paul anymore. They don't, they don't need their kids Paul. Jews don't need their kids Paul. They don't like that name. They don't like that name. You know why? The guy is like, a, is a, is a, for them, it's a sly. That they went from fighting the faith to preaching the faith. And everywhere, right in his, in his books, that the Jews beat me. All his epistles. The Jews tormented me. The Jews beat, he gave Jews a bad name. That real life stuff. It's not just made up. It's not just gist. These things happened. It changed history forever. Christ changed history. We won't have, you know, AD, BC. Christ changed history. That real stuff. Our faith is not just gist. We didn't make it up. Things happened. We didn't just see a book from the air from heaven. Didn't you just say before from, ah, this is the word of God, just fell from the sky? No. Wouldn't you just say an image fall from heaven? This is God. No. No. These things happened, documented, they are historical. Even beyond scripture, there are books, you know, of hist- historians that talk about things of those days. Glory to Jesus. Let's go on. 11. Therefore, whether it was I or they, so we preached and so you believed. Look at this. Whether I Paul preached to you or the other guys preached to you, this is it. So we all preached and this is what you believed. So Ron Ken, what did you believe? Just think about it. When they preached Jesus to you, what did you believe? What did they tell you? What were you told about your faith? What did they tell you? What did you believe? <laughs> what did you believe when, they, when, you, when, you, when you had the God? What did, you, what did they tell you? Have you heard this part? This is what we preach to you. This is what you believed. Now, we have many believers, or in quote believers, any small thing moves their faith. They fell sick, they get angry with God. Why did I fall sick? God is not the one that did you. Amen? And my cousin died. God did not kill him. What did you believe at first? If that can move your faith, then what did you believe at first? If you can live God because things happen to you, it means your faith was based on vice in the first place. It was based on this true fact 
that this is not just, it's not just, it's not mythical. It is real. It is fact that God took on flesh, died for you, rose again. If you believe this, then small things will not shake you off. Even big things. What that will shake you off is this, that maybe Christ will not die. If Christ cannot die, as in can, on, can, it can rise, whatever happened, and it not happened, then I will shake your faith. But otherwise, if those things happened, your faith was built on that and stands on that. Stands on facts. Other things may shake. But did Christ die? Did he rise? Your faith is built on that. Who is that good neighbor? Glory to Jesus. Ooh. Okay? Verse 12. Verse 12. Let's go together. Now, if Christ is preached that he has been raised from the dead, how do some among you say there's no resurrection of the dead? Look at this. People can be funny. Alright? 13. Look at this. But if there's no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. Verse 14. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is also. Do you see this? If it not die and rise, and rise again, your faith is empty. You are wasting your time. All right? Verse 15. Yes, and we are found for the of God because we are satisfied that God has raised from the dead. Okay. Verse 16. 16. For if the dead do not rise, then Christ is not risen. 17. And if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Verse 18. Those who are falling asleep in Christ are perished. 19. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all men the most pitiable. Glory to Jesus. So he's saying that Christ rose from the dead is our hope. He's saying that because Christ was from the dead, those that sleep, sleep, you know, we use sleep, I mean, those that, those that died as believers, okay? We call, we call it sleep, okay? That we have hope that we'll see them again because Christ rose from the dead. So, their sleep in Christ is not just, it did not perish. No. Glory to Jesus. So, if this is this centerpiece of, of our Christianity, they must have reasonable evidence that it happened, that it actually happened. If it is key to our faith, then we need to have reasonable, you know, facts to say this actually happened. Glory to Jesus. So since scripture number one, in the Old, in the Old Testament, it was prophesied. This didn't just happen, okay? It happened as was written in scripture that would happen. As I never met, never met um, David. Never met David. But David wrote stuff. As I wrote stuff, they, they are in consonance. Is that the word? They, they are Grisha. Let's die in agreement. Okay. Glory to Jesus. Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. Is it long read also? Isaiah 53. The oath is passed 2,000 years or so, okay? And dif in different parts of it, 
the same things were echoed, okay, that the Messiah would come, born of a virgin, okay? Born of a virgin, Isaiah 7, 14, you know, Isaiah, Isaiah 9, okay, that this Messiah coming is God, because he will be called everlasting father, you know, uh, mighty God, all right? So we see all of our scripture in different parts, you know, that they spoke about the things that happened in New Covenant. It didn't just happen, so it's not just some, some fable or some fables, okay? Is that English? All right. But that these things happened as was written. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Verse 2, the long read, okay, let me make it fast. For it shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, there's no pity that we should desire him. Talking about Jesus, all right? Verse 3, is the spice rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we eat as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our grace and cried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, stricken by God and afflicted. Verse 5, wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the testament of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Verse 6, and all we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Yet, okay, seven, he was oppressed and was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and the sheep before his shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Verse eight, he was taken from prison and from judgment, and who would declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living for transgression of my people. You see clearly? That it talks about Jesus. All right? That said, he was cut, cut, cut off. There was no, he didn't have physical, he didn't have children. So, talking clearly about his death, that he died for our transgressions. But did, did it end here? No, let's keep going. Verse 9. What? Easy, screen, so we can go together. One to go. And they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death, because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin, look at this, look at this. He shall see his seed. Wait, he shall see his seed. Though cut off. Look at this. Though he died. Are you seeing this? He shall see his seed. Talking about resurrection. He shall see his seed. Look at this. And he shall prolong his days. So his death wasn't going to be the end. Glory to Jesus. You know, in Luke, when they met, when they saw Jesus, you know, on the way to Elimaus, whatever the name of that city is, he opened to them scripture and showed them what happened from scripture. What's he showing them? Book of books. That these things happened as was written. In your books carry everywhere. You would not understand it. It happened as written. Glory to Jesus. Alright? And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. Is that all? I won't finish it. And that's fine. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. So the OT, what I meant preside is death and resurrection. Psalm 16. 8 to 11. Psalm 16, 8 to 11. Are we taking notes? Yes, 
Psalm 16, 8 to 11. Psalm 16, 8 to 11. Want to go, I have set the Lord always before me. Because at my right hand, I shall not be moved. All right? Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in Sheol, nor will you allow your only one to see corruption. You see that? 11? You're showing part of life. Yeah. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Woo! So he says, my soul will rest in hope. What's the hope? What's the hope? That you don't allow your only one to see corruption. That you don't abandon me in shield. You know, say that he will rise again. David wrote this. He is dead and buried. He was speaking of Jesus. When we read Acts 2, 22-36, Peter talked about it. That David that wrote this spoke as a prophet of what would happen. Glory to Jesus. Alright? So the OT prophesied it. Number two, he said it. John 2, 18-22. Christ said it, that he would die and rise again. John 2, 18-22. John 2, 18 to 22. One to go. So the Jews answered and said to him, What sign do you show us since you do these things? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Verse 20. Then Jesus said, That's taken 46 years to build this temple, and raise it up in three days. 21. But he was speaking of the temple of his body. Therefore, when I risen from the dead, the disciples remember that they had said this to them and they read the scripture and the word that Jesus Christ said. Mark 9, 30, 32. Mark 9, 30, 32. Mark, Mark 9, 30, 32. Mark 9, 30 to 32. So Christ said it. All right? The old prophesied it. Christ said it also. Are we there? Mark 9, 30, 32. Once we go, then they departed from there and passed through Galilee. And did not want anyone to know it. Anyone? But the disciples and said to them, The Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And after he is killed, he will rise the third day. 32. But they did not understand this saying, and were afraid to ask. Look at that. Look at that. So he said this. Glory to Jesus. John 19, 20, 37. John 19, 20, 20, 37. So he died, all right? Are we there? 28 to 37. 28 to 37. Are we learning this morning? Yes, awesome. John 19. Yeah, let's go together. 20, 37. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I test. Now a vessel full of salt wine was sitting there, and they filled a sponge with salt wine, put it on ice soap, and put it to his mouth. All right? So when Jesus had received the salt wine, he said, it is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. All right? That's one. The day was, yeah. That the body should not remain on the cross for, on the Sabbath. The Sabbath was a high day. The Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken, they might be taken away. You know why they wanted to do this? Now, because the fiction is such that, you know, 
The people there used to use their legs to push their bodies up so they could breathe. Because crucifixion is meant to suffocate you. Okay? So they use their legs to push up the body so they can at least catch some breath so they, so they can stay alive. So in breaking their legs, they could not do that anymore. So they could die faster. That was the plan. To make them die faster, they broke their legs. So they could die before they are Sabbath. You know, people are very weird people. That's a bad day. The worship did. People can die, but if you die early, not Sabbath. That they die early. Do you understand? Let's go. All right? 32. 32. So just came and broke the legs of the first, and the other was crucified with him. 33. But when they came to Jesus and said he was already dead, they did not break his legs. 34. One of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. Real life stuff, man. Nah. 35. And he was seen as certified, and his testimony is true. And he knows that he's telling the truth so that you may believe. 36. For these things were done, that scripture should be fulfilled. Not one of his bones shall be. Even in scripture, it was written that not. not you get my point here? Even, even to the way he would die was in the scripture. That none of his bones will be broken. The details. Let's go on. And another, another scripture says, they shall look on him whom they pierced. So even the piercing also, also in scripture. It happened just as he said. Our prophets, they never knew each other. Let's cues everywhere. Even they did not fully get what they're writing. They did not get it. This first Peter one that says the spirit of Christ in them was pointing to these things that even them they did not get it, but just add cues here and there. Hebrews one says, in time past, God has spoke to our, to our father the prophet in little fragments, you know, a little here, a little there. That when you put it together, that wow, this is it. That is in Christ that it all comes together. That the Old Testament books come together and make sense in Christ. That Christ fulfilled the books. Glory to Jesus. Again, it's why Christ stood in Luke and showed them from Scripture, from their, their Scripture, then OT books, that this has happened as written. Glory to Jesus. All right? So he died. And he rose. Glory to Jesus. You know, they did all they could to guard his tomb because they knew he said they would rise. They did all they could to make sure that people don't steal his body and then claim he rose. Do you understand? Matthew 27, verse 62. Matthew 27, verse 62. Glory to Jesus. Matthew 27, yeah, let's go to 62. Once, once we go, on the next day which followed the day of preparation, the chief priest and Pharisees gathered together to Pilate, saying, so I remember while he was still alive, after the silver said, after three days, I will rise. They knew. All right? Therefore, command that the tomb be made secure until the third day. Let disciples come by night and steal him away and say to the people, he has risen from the dead. So that the last reception, it was than the first. They are prepared. All right? Pilate said to them, you have a guard. Go your way. Make it as secure as you know. 
He gave them a guard of soldiers. As in, make it as secure as you know how. A guard of Roman soldiers, not just swear, but people, real soldiers. So Peter could not beat them and pass. You understand? <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, let's go. So they went and made the tomb secure, sealing the stone. So they put big stone, correct stone, and now put people there also. Two factor authentication. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Glory to Jesus. 67. 67. Sorry, uh, let's continue. 28. We're going from there to 15. All right? Once we go, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to draw to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. Okay? And behold, there was a great earthquake. <laughs> For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it for effect. And this is your stone. <laughs> is it joking stuff? <laughs> a stone? Resurrection of God? Please. And sat on it. Glory to Jesus. His countenance was like lightning and his clothing as white as He came with effect. He said, I a sweet job. His effect job. Glory to Jesus. It's a show of job. That's exactly. Show of job. Verse 4. And the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. He passed out. All right. <laughs> but then you understand, I said to the woman, okay, do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. Verse 6. He is not here, for his reason as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay. Seven. And so quickly, go quickly and tell the disciples that that is risen from the dead. And indeed, it's going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. All right? So they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples' word. Verse 9. And they went and disciples, behold, Jesus met them. <laughs> Rejoice. So they came and held him by the feet and washed it. Look at that. Rejoice. It is dawn. Rejoice. Rejoice. It is dawn. Hallelujah. Rejoice. Rejoice. The job is done. I, uh, I died. I rose again. So he's saying that in this you rejoice. That this is your joy and rejoicing. I rose again. That this would define your life. I rose again. Rejoice. So, this should bring us rejoicing. Christ died. He didn't stay there. He rose again. We won already now. We have won. When Christ won, I won. I won already. So, in this, I rejoice. Glory to Jesus. Understand? Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brethren. Go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Go and tell my brethren. He called, he call, he called them brethren. He calls us brethren. Who? He calls us brethren. No, he told Mary, one of the ladies, he says, don't, don't touch me yet. Why? I've not gone to see my father and your father. We are family members. Family members with Jesus. He calls us brethren. 
That is what his death is for us. Made us finding us with God. Let's rejoice in this. Eleven. And now, while they were going, some of the guards came to the city and reported to the chief priest all these things that had happened. Verse 12. When they had assembled with the elders and together, they gave lots of money to the soldiers. It's not today. Bribery is not today, okay? It's not today. It's human behavior. All right? Saying, tell them his disciples came at night and stole him away while we slept. Really? And it is come to the governor's ears when we appease him and make you secure. Verse 15. So they took the money and did as instructed, and this saying is only reported among the Jews until this day. Okay? If they stole the body, number one, how? How? So they fought a guard of soldiers. How? How many were they? That they could steal him away. And once they away, you not chase them with one soldiers to get back a body. All right? Just show us the body. And we agree that it's true. He did not die. You have only one job. Produce a body. Glory to Jesus. All right? Disciples saw him. The twelve. James, Paul. Paul went from being an enemy to a preacher of the risen Jesus. Why? This guy had his life's work defined. Pharisee or Pharisee. His life was better to be just vibes going forward. Money, you know, elite class guy. What happened to Paul that made him go from comfort to a life of beating here and there for the gospel. They so beat that guy. Ah, they beat Paul. They beat Paul well. Everywhere. At some point, the guy had to escape from the window. Had to let him down from the window down. To, you know, the guy saw stuff. What made him give up everything for a life of sorrow for the gospel? He saw Jesus. Acts 9. He saw Jesus. People don't lie so they can die for it. These apostles, these disciples, they were beaten everywhere for this claim. Why? They saw Jesus. They had nothing to gain. You get from, in quote, if it was lying, if they were lying, it's lie. You like to gain something, Abby? Or to escape something, Abby? What did this, in quote, lie bring them? Even after the late church, some disciples, you know, after in the days of Nero and the rest, all they had to do to not die was just sprinkle the fragrance. You know, this, then there's this, um, this um, color, I think it's a purple color, one thing that this is worship their God, you know, worship, as part of worship of Nero and stuff like that. They only had to just pray that thing. 
Just take this incense and spray it, and you are free. You don't have to die. People died not spraying that. That Jesus, we worship only one God, Jesus, would even sp spray something if to save our lives. This is what our faith is based on. The risen Jesus is solid truth. They told them, just deny Jesus and you will go. You don't have to die. They said, kill us. This key on to kill, kill it. They took Peter, crucified him upside down. For the faith. And it was Peter they told that man, you are, you are old man, you are old sir. Just deny this Jesus. Don't, don't, die, don't die a stupid death. Don't die a wicked death like this. Just like Omo. You know, it's not Peter. I'm not sure it's Peter. One of the early church founders, like it's not Peter. He said, I've served this Jesus all my life. He has not failed me before. I won't deny him now. So watch the presence of love of God in Christ Jesus. Shall challenges? What to take us off God's love of God? Is it challenges that move your faith from Jesus? Is it pain? Is it persecution? Is it might not delay your prayers. Peter will laugh at you when he hears that one. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Glory to Jesus. What about today? We see him, maybe not physically, but we know he's real. We hear him. We feel him. We do miracles in his name till today. The blind still sees in his name. The deaf still hears. The lame still works. Joy is received in his name. Glory to Jesus. So Jesus died and he rose again so that we too will rise again. John 11, 23, 25. John 11, 23, 25. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. John 11, 23 to 25. Let's go together. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He will believe in me. Though he may die, he shall live. 26. Believes, believes in me, shall never die. Do you believe this? That the one that believes in me shall never die. Shall never die. And if he dies, he will live again. What is he saying? That some of us will be alive when Christ comes. I will not die. We'll just change bodies and check out. Just change bodies and check out. 
and those who are dead, they will rise again. In fact, when Christ comes, those who are dead in Christ will rise first. Then we, we catch, we talk, catch, catch of them in the air, and so will be with God forever. So he that believes. So this place is not our end. Death of the body here is not our end. Just a new beginning. So we don't want as those that do not have hope. Yeah, we we'll miss those people, right? But it's not dead. We will live again. Glory to Jesus. The thing that dies in Christ is not regretting it. It's not the claim, ah, God is not fair, why that? Mm. <laughs> you know what Paul said? He says, for me to live is Christ. To die is gain. That I live for fruitful labor. So your people. So says, I know Tabutusha. I will stay on for your progress and joy in the faith. So when I'm here, I'm here for the assignment. That's uh, to go is better, Usha. To go is better because ah, the joy there is correct, it's full. Glory to Jesus. Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18. Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18. Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18. Woo! The Bible will never die. Let's go together. First Thessalonians, first Thessalonians, first Thessalonians 4, 13 to 18. Glory to Jesus. Want to go? But I don't want you to be ignorant, brethren, of any those who are falling asleep. Lest you sorrow as others who have no... Look at this. So he says, when, when the brother in Christ... Yes, we, we live long, because part of our life in Christ, okay? We live long. We have a right to long life in Christ. And you should want that right. Why? For fruitful labor in Christ. Do you understand? You should desire to live long for assignment's sake. For purpose's sake. The one that believes in Christ is not looking for death. He's not looking for death or praying for death. You don't do that. Do you understand? All right? But when people fall asleep in Christ, when they die asleep in Christ, okay? He says, don't mourn as those who have no hope. That is not the end. Verse 14. For if we believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who, fall, those who sleep in Jesus. Look at that. For, we, for this to say to you, my Lord, the Lord, that we who are alive and remain unto the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. 16. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and prophet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Okay? Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus shall we always be with the Lord. Verse 18. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Corinthians, back to First Corinthians 15. First Corinthians 15. Verse 20. Whew. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are we there? That goes back to 35. 35, 35, for time's sake, 35. Please, sorry, 20 again, just, just 20 alone. I'm sure something, 20, just 20 alone. 20 alone first. 20 alone first. All right, 20, 20 alone, 15, 20, go back to 35. 20 alone. Sorry to take you back and forth. Glory to Jesus. Look at this. But now, Christ is only from the dead and has become what? The first fruit of those who are falling asleep. First fruit means prototype. Okay? This is the idea. Like when you go to, when you go to a farm, okay, and pick up a fruit of the farm, that fruit is like the sample of all the fruits. That as this fruit is, so are the others. It's a sample. As this sample is, so are the rest of the fruits. So, Bible says that Christ is our first fruit, prototype. The one, like, the one that we all are like. So, we can understand how our bodies will be from the body of Christ in resurrection. Do you understand? He walked through walls. He had no limits. So, so the spiritual body. Physical, yeah, but still spiritual. He could walk through walls. So, in our new body, we have no limits. You will not need planes. No more remote church. <laughs> I'm just joking. But you get the point. Just So we see that even in Christ's life, it, demo, it, just, it gave us a demo of these things. A demo. Walked on water. The life, the life to come can be demoed to some extent here. Man in Christ. All the things we are doing in Christ now, we are demoing life to come. Like the healing and all that. Because in our future, there's no sickness. Complete healing. So we are demoing life to come. Glory to Jesus. 35. Glory to Jesus. 35, 35, 35, 35, 35, 35. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay. But someone will say, how are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? <laughs> Paul, be nice. 36, look at this. Foolish. Okay. <laughs> what you sow is not what is made alive. Okay, let's see dies. Okay, okay, 37. And what you sow, you do not sow the body that shall be, but mere grain, perhaps wheat or some other grain. 38. But God gives it a body as it pleases, and to each seed its own body. 39. All flesh is not the same flesh. There's no kind of flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, another of birds. 40. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies. But the glory of celestial is one, and the glory of terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars. For stars have one another star in glory. Hiya. So also, the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. Glory to Jesus. The new body is incorruptible. No headache in the new body. No pain in the new body. See, the life to come with them waits here. What is to come is our full redemption. But that life is already in you by the Holy Spirit. Whoa. 
Ephesians 1 says, is our guarantee. Hey! It's our deposit. To do what? To give us a demo of the life to come. That's the Holy Spirit that will make our bodies brand new. It's already enough so we can taste that life a little. Why will say, sickness, you don't belong here, out and it leaves you. There's a life in you that does the job. That same spirit that took us from the dead, that same spirit lives in you. Do you understand? That same quickening spirit, that same spirit lives in you. Hey, I feel the Holy Spirit. That same spirit. That same spirit. That same spirit. spirit. Roman says, that same spirit, spirit lives in you. It says, it will quicken your mortal bodies. Oh, there's life in me. The life of God is in me. The life of God is in me. Ayaga, sigademokosa. E pralida gasuna teli dibidia kashate. La paladia kesuna tena mokosa. Eakos. 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 Kalada bagase nake. Eakosuda gatele paleko suda gadneko sumatena makos in That life is in you. So that body can be healed of that sickness. That body can be healed of that sickness. That body can be healed. Can walk in divine health. That life is in you. That same spirit. That same spirit. Oh, he's alive. The tomb is empty. Hallelujah. Woo. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 42. First Corinthians 15, 42. Let's go together again. So also the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption, it is raised in corruption. For the three, it is sown in dishonor, it is raised in the glory. It is sown in the weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown in natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. It is a natural body, it is a spiritual body. Let's go. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last man, Life-giving spirit. Whew. 
Let's go. However, the spiritual is not first but the natural. And after all the spiritual. Yeah. The first man was of the earth, made of dust. Second man is the Lord from heaven. Oh boy. As was the man of the dust, so are those who are made of the dust. As is the heavenly man, so also are those who are heavenly. Talking about you and I. Ah, as we have borne the image of the man of dust, so also shall we bear the image of the heavenly man. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 58. Let's go to 58. Let's finish it. 50, 50, 50, 50. Sorry. Now I say this, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Not corruption, inherit corruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Woo! In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, Kadaga, <laughs> hey, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will rest incorruptible and we shall be changed. Woo! Corruptible must put on incorruption and the mortal must put on immortality. So when incorruptible put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the say that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, hate, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, and the sting of sin is... But thanks be unto God. Who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ? Woo! Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Be steadfast. Because God's rejoicing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Woo! Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Oh, he did this for us. Glory to Jesus. Woo! Glory. Come on, rejoice. Get up on your feet. On your feet, rejoice. Oh, rejoice. Oh, rejoice. Oh, rejoice. Oh, rejoice. Oh, rejoice. Yeah, where's your rejoicing? Rejoicing means you move your body. Ah, thank you. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus.
steadfast, immovable, always abounding work of the Lord. Says this should make you abound in serving God. Abound in his work, knowing that your neighbor is not in vain. You know why? There shall be reward season. Romans 14 We can sit down briefly. Romans 14 Romans 14.10. Romans 14.10. Second Corinthians 5.10. Romans 14.10. Second Corinthians 5.10. Thank you, Jesus. Romans 14.10. Second Corinthians 5.10. Let's go together. But why do you judge your brother? Or why do you show contempt for your brother? For we shall all stand for the judgment seat of Christ. We as believers we will have our day of rewards before God. When we will stand before him and he will judge our works, what did you live for? What did you live for? Was it about you? My goals, my dreams, my children, my money, my husband, my wife. Was it only about you and your comforts? Your works will be judged. What did you live for? When you did that, what did you do it for? Was your life all about you? You. You. Oh, I'm so busy making money. God can wait. I was, when I blew, I will serve him. I will serve him next year. Now I'm too busy. Oh, when I marry... I will serve him. Amen. When I leave my parents' house, I will serve him. Rewards are ticking. Time is going. You will live longer, but you will live forever. In this flesh, in this, in this particular body. There will be rewards. Knowing that Christ rose from the dead, and whoever lives with him, with our everlasting rewards, should change how we think and see life. What am I living for? Am I in the sense of souls? Am I kingdom oriented? All, all the work I do, all the labor I put in, 
is there a kingdom mindset to it? When I wake up in the morning, dash to work. Is there kingdom behind or is it just my salary that I will make? What do I live for? Everything will be judged. Your motives, your works will be tried. Abound in the work, knowing that it is not in vain. Let all you do be driven from this mindset that God, I will stand for Christ to account for my labor. 2 Corinthians 5.10. 2 Corinthians 5.10. Yes, believers are going to heaven. We are going to heaven, right? But there are going to be rewards for the work we did on earth. Someone said, I, I don't care. I will shall make heaven. When you get to die heaven, according to Paul, you will feel a sense of loss if you do not give your best to God. We'll get there. We'll show it in scripture. There'll be a sense of loss. That, and it's, it's, it's forever. That sense of I could have done better. I could have served better. I could have served better. This not, it's not, it's not, it should not scare you. It should motivate you to, guys, to, 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 to be kingdom oriented. When, when my master comes, will I be ashamed of myself? You know, we'll go about it. Look at this. For almost all appear for the word of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. First Corinthians 3, 13 to 15. First Corinthians 3, 13 to 15. First Corinthians 3, 13 to 15. In all our work on earth, are you keeping yourself away from kingdom work? Are you planning your life away from kingdom work? That is your goals, your dreams, your objectives. My kidney, my money, my money, my car, my house, my children, my husband, my wife, my, 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 my. Your life is too small to be living for your life. Your life is too small to be the reason for your life. It's even boring. Look at this. According to the grace, are we there? Verse, from verse 10. From verse 10. From verse 10. Let's go together. According to the grace God has given to me as wise master builder, I laid the foundation and I built on it. Let each one take it and we built on it. For no other foundation can be laid. That is Leviticus Jesus Christ. Yeah, 12. Now, if anyone builds on his foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, a straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it. Because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which we have built on it endures, it will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved yet, yet as, as though through fire. He will make heaven sharp, but be as though he just escaped inside. Yeah, he will make heaven, believer. But to be as though he just escaped fire. What are you investing in eternity? 
What are you investing in eternity? What is your money for? What is your time for? What is your energy for? Doesn't matter what you are called to do, what you are doing in life. The kingdom of God has to be number one. That's the priority over everything. Kingdom first. In fact, everything you, everything you do should have a kingdom motive. And you'll be able to lay down anything for the kingdom of God. Anything. If God says, give me that, you can cry, you can cry, I'll be crying, but give it. Let, let me have that. We cry in Shah, God is paying me, Shah, but anything for you. Anything for you, my father. Anything for you. Lord, it's not, it's not everything that you do that, 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 will be, that, will be, that will be with smile. No, you can give cheerfully with tears. Mm. God, now you, but you pay me, Shah, but. Mm. It's not only about money, your time, your resources, not just money. Do this for church. Kinikon, kinikon. You ask, where is pastor? How much will you pay us? Just man, do kinikon for church. Pastor, how much will you pay? Your heart to Jesus. Invest in kingdom. Not everything should, should, should be a paid job. Sometimes invest it in kingdom. Someone asks the church, I'm not, I'm not in sweeping group. I'm not in sweeping group. Glory to Jesus. First Corinthians 9, 24, 27. Let me end it here. First Corinthians 9, 24, 27. First Corinthians 9, 24, 27. Are you doing God's work shabbily? Are you doing it according to your mood? When I'm in the mood, I will serve God. When it's, when it's comfortable, I will serve Him. Membership, I don't, I don't, I don't have time. I don't commit to God yet. I yet, and I wonder, kilo <sighs> share. Who is talking to your spirit? Who is what I listening to? I'm not ready yet. I'm ready to commit. I can't leave something I'm doing yet. I can't live what? You can't live what? You cannot live what? People die preaching this gospel. They died preaching it. You cannot live what? Not to, not to even go to Mafara. To serve in your same Lagos. I can't live this. I'm too busy with that. I can't stop drinking. Because church says, here we say we don't drink as members. I can't stop drinking. Amamulo, umbailo. Keep drinking it. Keep drinking it. Keep drinking it. Like I said, we tell God that it's because of, of wine. Keep drinking. Mamulo. What do we hold so dear that we can't let go for God's purposes? You know, God to the rich man, today your soul is required of you. Let's what we happen to all you have laid down. If it's you, 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 my money, my, eh, give me the soul. The soul is my own, Abby. Give it to me. It's the money afterwards. Let's what happen to the money. Eh, my jello. Give me the soul. 
24. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. Attitude to God's service. Attitude. That is not casual. It's not mood or comfort. It's not mood or comfort. You run as though you are trying to win a prize. So it means even when your body is telling you, guy, today I don't want to sleep. You are running because you have a prize to win. My, my, from yesterday's run, my muscles ache. I don't feel like getting up. I have to win a prize. And everyone who competes for the prize, look at this, is temperate in all things. Look at this. They do it to obtain a perishable crown, but with one imperishable crown. 26. Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beats the air. 27. But I discipline my body. Bring it under subjection, lest I preach that I myself become disqualified. So it's not, it's not saying we're not making heaven right. It's, of course, when, when people let their bodies rule them, rule them for so long, they can tell you one day away and wander from the faith. That's what the point. He's saying that I just leave my body to save. I keep going for the rewards. I keep going for the rewards. I keep going for it. I keep going for it. It's not, it's not vibes. It's not mood. I keep running with discipline. In all, I'm temperate in all things. Temperate means kingdom first. All that things can find a place under it. All right? Kingdom first. I'm temperate in all things. Why? For the prize. So you have to run this Christian race like an athlete for the prize. So going forward, what will you do differently? What will you do differently? How will you serve differently? How will you give differently? Come be on our face this morning. People are sober, it's good. Father, I commit my life to you. I commit my life to you. I commit to kingdom service. Ah, pray it well. Pray it well. I know it can be a sober prayer, but really pray it. What are those two things that they have held? Above the knowledge of God. Things you have held above the kingdom of God, above his work, his labor. Yield it this morning. Surrender it all. Surrender it all. Paul says, I count it all as dung for the excellence of the knowledge of God in Christ. I count it all as dung. My education says it's dung. My past career in, in, in Phariseeism, I count it as dung. My career, the, the future path I had in this work of my, of my Pharisee life has dung for the purpose of Christ. That Christ comes first. That Christ comes first. That Christ comes first. That Christ comes first. Oh, that Christ comes first. Are we praying this morning? That Christ comes first. Woo. Yes, so you can use me. I give myself away. My 
I give it away, God. I give it away. The distraction. The vain pursuits. The habits. Also, fed it to me. Surrender all to everything I give to you. Everything I give. Please, mean it, okay? Mean it, Lord. Withholding nothing, withholding nothing, withholding nothing. I surrender it all. I surrender. To everything I give to you, everything I give, I give it to you. Withholding nothing, withholding nothing, withholding nothing, withholding nothing. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But I will thank you this morning. As a church, we surrender everything. Lord, ah, there's nothing you will ask of me that I will not be able to give to you. This, oh God, is my personal commitment to you. That with all the strength I have and you give me, I will serve. I'll put you in front in every area of my life. And this morning, as your pastor, I pray for everyone here, online and everywhere, that we can from our hearts make this commitment. We live for Jesus. We live for Jesus. We not for passions, for Jesus. That Jesus is all in all in our lives. Anyone here online wants to be born again? Wants to be born again? Anyone here online wants to be born again this morning? Wants to receive Jesus into your life as Lord and Savior? You believe He came in the flesh as God, fully God, fully man. He died for your sins and He rose again. Anybody here like that or online? Let me check online. Let me check anybody, anybody online. Let us check. If you are online watching this, I want to give us to Christ. Say after me, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I believe that you, that you came in the flesh as God, fully God, fully man. You died for my sin. You were buried, but you rose again to give me a brand new life. Today, I confess you 
as the Lord of my life. Today, I am born again. In Jesus' name, I pray. You said that prayer, you see a link on your screen or in your, in your chat, se in chat session, b.ly for that TGC decision. b.ly for that TGC decision. But I will thank you. You can have our seats. Hallelujah. So today is our first Sunday of the month and we bless tithes on our first Sunday. Okay, we bless our tithes. We bless our tithes. Hallelujah. So if you are a tight in the house, if you are a tight in the house, okay, this is my, okay. Uh, okay let's, let's arise, let's arise back. So it's not, it's not too obvious that, that you don't tight, okay? <laughs> so you can repent in, pri in your privacy. Okay? Let's arise. If you are tighter, just put that on your chest. Let's just bless together. Yes. Hands on chest. Lord Jesus, this morning, as a priest under you, our high priest, I receive the tithes on your behalf. And I speak your blessing over these ones. That you open, as I said in scripture, you open the, over them windows of heaven and pour them out a blessing that there will not be room enough to contain it. This one will succeed in every season. In every season. They have wisdom for world creation. Their needs are met. Their bills are paid. They experience your favor. They experience your health so they can be effective in, in, in world creation. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Can I have it? So my final job here. Um, so as a church, as a church, we are revamping how we, our finances. So, you know, um, we, are, we are helping us to plan, better plan our giving. So what we're going to do, okay? Um, we want to be able to announce ahead of time so, so people know the times when we'll do special fundraising. Okay, so apart from your tithe and offering that you give every time, okay, our special fundraising seasons, okay, are now defined, okay? They will be in December and in May, all right? So that we can better plan our giving, knowing that, okay, these are the times when we'll give special seeds. Now, God can tell at, at any time to give you a seed is fine, okay? That's fine, right? But want to help us as a team to help us better plan our finance. So, uh, any special, special giving, okay? Special fundraising is in December and in May every, every year. But at any time, God can tell to give anything. That's, that's between you and good, okay? But we'll define our fundraising in those times. Alright? Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you because we are well aware we are well taught and we are going these things. Jesus, name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.